this is Vika and Dominika and we are speaking of relationships. So now we spoke about like verbal communication, but it is also important to mention about nonverbal communication. And one of them is like also how do we communicate love and it's not always just for words. Mm-hmm. And we had this short conversation another day about how we communicate this. It came out on the Valentine's Day actually when I I'm not really a huggy person. I don't like to hug. I'm not so good with expressing verbally how I feel about people, especially when it's appreciation or love. And I usually show it by doing. And then we started talking about this love languages. And for those who are not familiar with uh, with what types of love languages there are, um, there could be either the words of affirmation, there could be acts of service, also receiving gifts, quality time or physical touch. And there's actually some tests online. You can also take it yourself to kind of figure out and what is it that you like? What is it that makes you not only feel loved, but how do you give love to other people and this especially in romantic relationships it is it is very important because you can you might feel sometimes like oh they don't care for me because they didn't bring me flowers for example because this is what you really would like to receive but this is not how they like to spend time maybe they just want to tell you they love you and this is enough for them or you know write a letter <laughs> i don't mm. know so vika took the tests today It's a hot topic. <laughs> I don't know the outcomes yet. <laughs> Or maybe you can start. What is it? Mm, maybe before I go to mine, you yeah. can share yours. Okay. So back to the Valentine's Day, I woke up in the morning and I'm an acts of service kind of a person. So for me, the way to show the girls that I care for them was to make us breakfast and, you know, just spend some time together. And oh, I would say then quality time is a little bit mm. of mine as well. But yeah, it was it is mainly about these acts of service. If I'm in the shop and I see a chocolate and I know Vika likes it, I will get it for her as well. Because mm. I know that, you know, these are just little things that for me, this is how I feel loved. So this is how I also give love to other people. Mm. So maybe this is also actually gifts. I think like, I don't know if you, mm. if you looked in the percentages. So actually when I took a test, because I was thinking maybe it just gives you one or two uh, outcomes, but it given me all five of them in the percentage. And some of them were like in the close proximity to each other, somewhere like further away. Um, but yeah, you can uh, see what is maybe your top one, top two, top three, but all of them can be incorporated in your way of showing love to others or receiving love. Okay, so I did a little digging in my email to find the results. And yes, it turns out I did this a few times before, probably every relationship I'm in, I'm like, let me check. <laughs> And I'm mistaken. I made a mistake. Apparently my top is quality time. Which also makes sense, because if I make, for example, breakfast, it is around being together and spending time together. But yeah, the next one is actually acts of service, and then there's a physical touch. Which is really interesting. <laughs> because I don't like to hug, yeah. <laughs> I don't like to hug friends. I like to hug partners, which is mm. interesting. Like, it makes me think, why is mm-hmm. it that way? But it is like this. So I, whenever I'm with my partner, I, 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 like to, I really like to, you know, cuddle. 
But when it comes to friends, I'm like, stay away. But only in the private, isn't it true? Like, I remember once you said, like, when you had your boyfriend and you were in the public, you were like this cool couple who didn't have so much affection towards each other, like yeah. in public. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in public, I'm weird, like friends. I don't mm. like to... Uh, I think it's because I don't really like to see people who are too much... Um, into each other in a public place i don't know i i I hope you know what i mean that you know they hug and they kiss and they it's kind of for me it can sometimes come up a little disrespectful towards the people that are around and i'm not a fan of this uh, therefore i don't do it myself sometimes you don't know how to behave you see someone like sticking a tongue into another person you're like okay do i look somewhere else what do i do you know it kind of puts us as (laughs) yeah it is it is an interesting literally <laughs> literally but okay this was yeah. me vika okay it's it's really interesting because you know i took a test today and i had no idea i could only guess more or less but um i think my guess was that i am a person with the quality time this is how i appreciate uh, other person expressing love to me that was my my thought also to say like when you do the test you can select if you're single if your relationship and things like this so uh, i selected myself as a single person so also as i was responding to it it was on the romantic level how do i feel the love and appreciation from the other person if it's uh, yeah a partner or a dating or person i date with right so interestingly physical touch was the number one uh, and i consider myself that a person who likes give you're pretty touchy you think yeah, yeah, you are. interesting. Yeah, yeah, you hug everyone all the time. Yeah, really. That's, that's <laughs> or like at least yeah. in a, not like random mm. people, <laughs> but in a group of friends, like mm-hmm. you always go to like the person close and you're gonna hug them and you know just kind of mm-hmm. chill or like even just like stroke their hair or their mm-hmm. hand. You kind of touch. That's it. So interesting because I I consider myself the person who likes to receive hug, but I was never comfortable to touch another person. Like, I needed to have this invitation. So, like, whenever, let's say, I don't know, I went for this community meeting and there I met some new people first time there and they came in and they give, immediately given me a hug and it felt so good that I was, in that point, willing to give hugs to other people because they kind of gave me this invitation. But if I would be to do it myself first, I wouldn't feel comfortable. So I feel like I need to get some allowance first from people and then I can do it. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's also talking about love languages. Mm. When we talk about random people, you don't give them so much love, right? But when it comes to your friends, people that you actually know and care for, Mm -hmm. you are huggy. That's true. That's true. But it also, once Mm -hmm. again, it depends on the people. Mm -hmm. Because, for example, with this group of friends, we really touchy, really huggy, and it's very normal. And, like, we just used to it. And maybe at first, like, it was when we met each other, we, like, gained to know each other and, like, kind of gained used to the hug. But because we all care about it, it became a thing. But with some people, we never established having a hug. So that makes me also, like, think that... We don't hug so much just because it was not kind of since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you want to introduce it later in time, it becomes not so natural maybe. Mm-hmm. And I, f- I think for me, because we had it since the beginning, it's just so comfortable. You know, we can lie together, hug together, like stroke each other hair or back or whatever. But with some friends, even though I'm close, but we never did it, it doesn't feel so natural to me. And when it comes to the physical touch, I cared about being natural and not like forced. forced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, why I wanted to keep it to now, because uh, I've got this realization that sometimes the way we communicate love, it's not the way we want other people to communicate love. So, for example, I've noticed that talking about like dating or romantic relationships, or maybe actually even family, maybe even friends sometimes. But yeah, uh, that I like to give small gifts. 
So if I want to show care for my sister to my mom, I would buy them something. Or like also my partners, every time they had birthday or something or even some unexpected gift, like I know I'm in supermarket and see something that I like and I would yeah, buy it same. to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. same as you. So that was like my way of showing the care that I think about them. But actually in my results, it was actually on the last point. Like if someone would give me gift, it's only saying 10% out of all. So it's interesting, even though I feel like expressing love is way to other people, but when people do it to me, I mean, I take it in, but it matters less than, for example, as the result says, physical touch or quality time, which were my top two. I think it's nice to have this self-awareness. Yeah, Yeah, totally. But it's also interesting to see, I mean, again, it's always like, it's just an online test, right? <laughs> it, the things can vary and so on. But it's interesting to see that you have different way of giving love and receiving love. Where for myself, I find it very similar mm. that I, I like the same, I like to give the same things as I like to receive. So for me, I always like to get a, like you say, unexpected gift. Or if someone was in the store and just got me something, mm. it makes me feel so warm because I'm like, oh you thought of me you know (laughs) and it's usually the small things that make me feel loved and it's so nice to communicate it like Mm -hmm. if we can communicate to each other the way we give or receive love and makes me think also about our recent situation uh when you were going out somewhere and me thinking like i'm gonna give you some respect and gonna not go into your privacy because it was like evening time i was like maybe she doesn't want to share i'm not gonna ask you where you're going you know but you felt like you were missing this question and like afterwards when we spoke about it like it's so nice to just like communicate it to each other and mm-hmm. acknowledge like how do we like to yeah i'm like interact. i'm going out for dinner thanks for asking <laughs> <laughs> she's like okay <laughs> but uh yeah. but yeah yeah definitely i like to share my life so i'm like come on ask ask, ask. <laughs> i want to tell you but then again mm-hmm. i don't want to I know you were in the conversation and I, I pretty much came home. Mm-hmm. I took a shower and I was leaving, right? Mm-hmm. There was not so much time for this. Yeah. But I was like, okay, okay, I have to tell them. I have to tell them. <laughs> I'm going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas like for me, yeah. whereas for me, like sometimes when people ask me too many questions, I'm like, oh, they like going so much into my privacy and I feel like they know everything and I like to have some privacy sometimes. So I'm um, like was treating you with my own perception. Mm-hmm. You look... Like, like maybe you know she want to have some privacy and she doesn't care so sharing yeah. so much i don't have privacy <laughs> for for those who know me they they probably know everything about my life i am an open book so yeah mm. it's it is interesting to again to experience how different we are and keep it in mind that there's different ways to communicate with each other to get to know more and more mm-hmm. and coming back a little bit to love languages and being with our partners but maybe not only with partners this uh, idea of using the same words but having a different meanings about them i feel like today is a book day we already had one quote we had one book and now i'm coming with another book i have this great great piece where they talk about how yeah pretty much how one word can mean different things for other people and how much it can affect the relationship so i thought that i will read this for you guys Darkness attracted him as much as the light. He knew that these days, turning out the light before making love was considered laughable, and so he always left a small lamp burning over the bed. The moment he penetrated Sabina, however, he closed his eyes. The pleasure surfacing his body called for darkness. The darkness was pure, perfect, 
thoughtless and visionless. The darkness was without the end, without borders. The darkness was infinite, we each carry within us. And then Sabina found the sight of France distasteful, and to avoid looking at him, she too closed her eyes. But for her, darkness did not mean infinity. For her, it meant disagreement with what she saw, the negation of what was seen, and the refusal to see. And I think when I honestly read this part, I'm like almost goosebumps because it's it's such a small act. It's just about having the lights on or eyes open when you have sex. And it meant such a different things for them. It meant the purest pleasure for him and it just disagreement with what's being seen by her, right? That for her, she felt like he just doesn't want to look at her. He doesn't maybe enjoy it. He's closing her eyes to kind of go away from what's happening. Mm. It it made me reflect so much how important communication is. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Coming to the beginning, how important it is, how is it crucial in every aspect of our everyday with other people. Yeah, and this was not, they were not even a relationship. They were just friends with benefits. <laughs> so, you know, if you're going into like um, romantic mm. relationships, I think I really started noticing more and more and especially now being single how many little things builds to good, respectful and fulfilling romantic relationship. It's not just the attraction that we see someone and we're like, oh my God, they are so handsome and or so pretty. And they seem like a great person. We have a lot of common interests. We like the same things and we can talk for hours. We have connection. We have connection, yeah. But then there's all these small things. And... It's great if we meet the, the person, the right person, and it turns out that we align, but often we don't. So it's really important to do kind of this research, get to know this person on like the deeper level, on their values, on their love languages, on their acts, and, and then decide on, on should we go with it? Should we be actually a couple or should we not? Maybe we should just stay friends. Sometimes it's impossible because you already went a bit far. Friends with benefits. Usually it doesn't end well. But, <laughs> but yeah, the attraction, something that can uh, just lose ourselves. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and then when the attraction is calming down and we kind of wake up from this dream and then we look at the person and we're like, wow, I haven't noticed this before or this or this. And like where my eyes or ears were. Because we we're so engaged into this feeling of excitement and passion that we forgot just to see all other mm. important elements of this person. Yeah, we kind of fell in love with an idea of a person, right? Mm. Rather than with the person uh, itself. Or the feeling of us being around this person. Yeah. yeah. So on that note, we're going to end the topic of communication and we want to invite you to join for the next episode where we're going to talk about attraction. So see you guys in the next episode.